0: please visit ExMormonFiles.com. That's ExMormonFiles.com. And now, here's Earl.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mormon Files. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some time with us. This is actually our last interview here in St. George. And as you may have heard, we are also looking for other cities that we might come to. And we have all the technical stuff. We just need a place and a few people to interview. So if you think you might be interested in that, please give us a call at, I think, 385-220-5111. And uh, last time we got to meet David, your husband. Yep. This is Sarah Conklin, and we appreciate you coming and Thank you. telling us what he missed. So uh, <laughs> first of all, where were you born?
2: Portland, Oregon.
1: You were up there in Portland, mm-hmm. so that's where you eventually met, yep, right? That's so, where that, we met. so you were there. and. Okay, so in your, was your family active in the church? Yep,
2: they were, were active. Parents? My Both my parents were converts as teenagers. Oh. And, um, but they got married in the temple. My dad went on a mission. Okay. Um, they got married in the temple.
1: Stayed active in the church? Stayed
2: active, mm-hmm. and we, uh, I have three siblings. I was going to ask you, yeah. you got,
1: and are you the oldest? Or? I'm the youngest. Oh, and the baby. And the, the baby. <laughs> the spoiled one. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, we were active. Yeah, my whole life
1: through primary yeah. and all yep. the little primary, songs and everything. That, uh-huh. and I think we mentioned last week that you were primary president, so you definitely know the songs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So young women, and you get into mm-hmm. that.
2: And yeah, I was the president of all the, all the classes, classes yeah. and, and probably some of my friends back then probably would have categorized. Categorize me as Molly Mormon, probably. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh,
1: probably. <clears throat> so you just kind of live life and... Uh, and, and you probably didn't get excuse time during high school. Did uh-uh. you take early morning? I did. I did seminary. early morning
2: seminary all four years.
1: Oh, gosh. What time did. did you have to get up for that?
2: Oh, I can't even remember, but it was early. I'm yeah, was gonna early. guess like yeah. probably 5.30 or something. <laughs> yeah,
1: and no question the church was true. No, no question at all. Okay, so what happens after high school?
2: Well, my senior year in high school is when I met David. Oh, was it? yeah
1: now was he in was no he's he a
2: year he was a he year ahead of me, so he had okay. graduated he was preparing for a mission okay. we met started I was a senior we were dated okay. Okay. and um and I helped him that's uh, what he said yeah. You filled
1: out the paper because I
2: because Let's I him out of here yeah because because I wanted to marry a return missionary, you know married so I knew
1: and get married in the temple and get married yeah. in the temple.
2: so I knew. He that's needed to go, to and so, <laughs> so he,
1: and so, so he I helped him and, oh, that's do
2: that, yeah, and he left. And
1: now, did you go to school? You went to BYU-Idaho, Rick's. Uh, yeah. Was that during his mission? Yep, the,
2: the same two years that he was on his mission were the there. same two years I was at Rick's. And
1: then you came back to Portland, and mm-hmm. he came home, and you got married in the Portland Temple. Yep. Okay.
2: Three months after he got home.
1: Oh, wow. No,
2: was it three months? <laughs> yeah, was it? <laughs> so he
1: said something about dating. It was four a months. Lot. Four you, months, you yeah. tested the waters out there a lot over in.
2: Yes, BYU I dated right a lot at Rick's <laughs> and too much. <laughs> I dated too
1: much. Well, you found a good man, that's I for did. sure. <laughs> that's exciting. So then he, he goes on, on to school and stuff and then eventually over to Creighton. <clears throat> in Omaha yes. and you go of course with him and and
2: during that time. I um, I Was in school too. We were trying to decide should we start a family oh, or should I sh- or should finish I finish school? school and and I I prayed about it and I felt like I got the answer to go to school and mm. so and so we um, both during those right after we got married for the next 4 years we were both in school. Oh boy. Um, and you got working and in school both of us. You got your degree? Yeah, I school? got my degree at oh, awesome. Oregon State University. Oh. apparel Huh? Is that the Ducks the, or the Beavers?
1: Other That's the Beaver, folks. Oh, <laughs> That's Oregon State. Oregon and Oregon State. Oh. And uh, so you work and you he goes off to or you go off to school after that and
2: um, yeah, well I after I graduated, I worked for a year um, at, at a children's clothing company. I was an assistant mm-hmm. designer. My major was apparel design. Oh, wow. And during that year that I worked, I was pregnant and okay. with our first child. And then when I had her, um, I quit Okay. and I got to be a stay-at-home mom, which okay. I've been ever since, which and has yeah, been a blessing.
1: And, and you had two kids, I guess. Yeah,
2: so then to to we... And then we had and then we moved to Salt Lake for like uh, 2 years. Yep. And while we were there we had another child. Okay. And then we went to law school in Omaha. Yep. And there we had two more kids. Okay.
1: And all this time just whenever whatever ward you went into you were just part of the new ward and you just were accepted and you yep. probably gave the <clears throat> talk that you're required to give yep. when you move into a ward, yep. and then when you leave the ward, you have to give yep. the farewell talk. Those were easy callings for the bishop to, yeah. to do. We, we always did that, the new people, and get to know them, of mm-hmm. course, and stuff. So,
2: Yeah, and I was called as primary president right when we moved into that Omaha oh, ward. Oh, yeah. So for that three years of law school, I was primary president.
1: Wow, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And just no question the church is true in your no mind, No question right? at all. You're just working your way, and, and I
2: prayed as a teenager if yeah. it was true, and I had yeah. an experience that I counted as, Felt as
1: a b- burning in the bosom and stuff, and just knew, yeah, it was true. You also mentioned earlier that you had a little feeling about polygamy back in mean, your teenage yeah. years. What yeah,
2: so when was I was a teenager about? in in one of the young women lessons, the the teacher was teaching telling us about polygamy and (laughs) and uh you know and i learned that joseph smith did it and and i remember sitting there in that class learning about it and feeling really sick to my stomach and (laughs) and it really disturbed me and i it scared me i didn't want to (laughs) like i was like i don't (laughs) (laughs) want (laughs) to yeah i don't want to have to do that but i shelved it you know i did the i did the whole thing where you know they say when we die we'll have a perfect understanding about it so we don't have to worry about it you know so I just relied on that for many years but Mm -hmm. it did cause me a lot of turmoil and anguish especially in the first several years of our marriage because it caused me to have a lot of jealousy feelings um,
1: just that it could happen
2: yeah and and it, it and and I actually, for for a long time, I prayed to God, asking Him to help me understand it and help me to accept <laughs> it. <laughs> and He didn't.
1: Oh, darn it. <laughs> he did not.
2: He, I, For a long time, I just prayed, please help me to accept it and understand it and yeah. just be okay with it. And He didn't. He did not give me that. And so then I changed my prayer and I prayed and asked Him to let me just stop thinking about it. And Uh-oh. He did. And, did. and then I... He, I. It was amazing because I used to just think about it constantly, and then once I prayed that, yeah. it was awesome.
1: And when you look back he now, you probably out. think, you know what? God loves me. Yeah, He did. Whether whatever, wherever I was at, God loves me. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so you come back to Salt Lake after school, yep. right? And you lived there for how long? Did you live in Salt
2: Lake? We were Before there you for here? Uh, ten years. Ten years. Okay. And so. Uh, yeah, we were there, and um, for the first s- several years of being there, I worked in the pri- in the nursery. Okay. And then I was called as primary president again, <laughs> and was primary president for four years that oh time. Oh, Goodness. <laughs> and.
1: Okay. Well, so so, so th- what happens to him happens in Salt Lake, mm-hmm. and does he tell you initially about this, about his experience and what he's kind of thinking?
2: Um, yeah, he does. Um, in the beginning, he, he, would, he was telling me about uh, him reading the Bible and, and his new understanding of, of grace, and he would talk to me about it and like teach me the things that he was reading. you know. And I thought it was great. I, 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 had not, I didn't have an understanding of grace. And I, I can even remember about a year prior to this whole thing starting, sitting in a Relief Society lesson. And somebody made a comment about grace. And I remember sitting there thinking, I don't really know very much about grace. I want to understand that. I, I should research that. But then it, it just and ended there and I didn't. You know, it, it just was like that. So when he started researching it and telling me about it, I was like, uh, oh, oh well. that's awesome. Like yeah. that makes total sense. Yeah. I, I like that.
1: Isn't it interesting, though, that you've been these many years and probably really didn't understand yeah. grace, mm-hmm. which seems like a basic yeah. thing now. But uh, yeah. Yeah, we just don't talk. Mormons just don't talk about yeah grace much.
2: Yeah, so then he and then when he started doing more reading, he started reading a lot of yeah just hundreds of pages of different things and yeah and started telling me the things that he was learning and how some things didn't add up and. There this was, was a little fearful for you. Yeah, it was fearful for me. I, I, it started, t- it started to scare me for sure. And I would, and he would, he would tell me about it, and I'd say, that's great, that's fine, but we're not leaving the church.
1: We're not <laughs> even, forget that. <laughs> yeah.
2: And he'd say, no, no, we're not. No. Of not. I, well, no. he was
1: trying to prove the yeah, church. Yeah. He true. was trying to
2: prove it tr- true. So and he, he could say
1: that to you. Well, no, I'm just trying to prove yeah. the church true. We yeah. keep running across things that don't make sense. And yeah.
2: Uh, but I, as he kept learning and kept sharing sharing with me <laughs> I it, it did it did scare me, but it started to Feel like I wanted to learn more. I started kind of craving it And like craving the things that he was learning, but I was still scared yeah. You know because I didn't want to leave you reading much. I mean, you've got eight children. Yeah, so <laughs> I was not reading, reading? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't reading nearly as much as him, but I do remember one time, when he when he was in the Bible, and he was learning about um. And he, and he was learning about grace and and um and all that, he challenged me to to read it, to read like a section. There was a section that really impacted him, and he yeah. challenged me to read it. So I did, and yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, he's he's right. <laughs> like that's totally true." Never heard that. One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I yeah
1: exactly. I was like, yeah. oh, "Well, that's." So what happens kind of with you and him as time goes on?
2: So then um. So then he, so yeah, I kept saying, we're not leaving. He's like, no, we're not. But then we started uh, just, we just kept talking about everything and we had some friends that, that we would, you know, mull over all these things with. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, and, and we started watching ex Mormon Files. And, and, yeah, and I, I (laughs) I loved it. I, I, when I would watch and listen to people's stories, it just felt like, it just felt right to me it it just I mean it I just loved it It, I could relate yeah maybe that's the right word I could relate to it and I and I just craved to hear more stories and I just Mm -hmm. wanted to hear people's stories and how they how they got out and I started like thinking okay well I started to think well okay if we did leave how would we ever do that because all of our families I mean there's no I think there's no way we could leave because All of our families are. It would hurt them.
1: Even that thought, though, is a big step, isn't it? Just like, well, what if we leave? I mean, it's not. That's just something a Mormon just doesn't think. Yeah. If they're very active, they like, what if we leave? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So then I started realizing, okay, I can't rely on David on what David's learning. I have to find out for myself. Yeah.
1: So so. No, oh, I was just going to say you eventually saw Carla's, my wife's oh, interview. Yeah. Was that during this time?
2: Um, I think it was after. I think later. it was a little after because because th- this is when I decided, okay, I can't just rely on what he's. You've got to do. I've your got, own got to study. do my own. I I have to find out for myself. Smart. And so I turned to prayer, prayer, reading the scriptures, and going to the temple <laughs> <laughs> to get my answers, and I. The first thing I did is I prayed, and I asked God if the church was true.
1: Yeah.
2: And, and I, So I prayed that, I ended my prayer, I got in my bed, I, I read some scriptures, and as I was turning my light off to go to sleep, I wasn't even thinking about the prayer I prayed, because I knew that God would just answer it in His own time, you know? So mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about that prayer anymore, but I reached over to turn off my lamp, and I it was the first time I had heard like an audible what people say an audible voice and I heard it and it said it's not true. And that was it. And oh, I was like You really did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was crazy and I was flabbergasted, I was shocked, I I couldn't believe it. How long ago was this? <clears throat> that had to have been in like two thousand fifteen or sixteen?
1: That that recent then. Yeah. Okay.
2: So then I needed more <laughs> answers. <laughs> and so because I was still so scared to death to leave the church. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved everything about it. I loved the culture. The culture was everything. Sure. I just loved it all. And so So then I my temple recommend was about to expire. And I said, Okay, I'm gonna go to the temple one last time and see if I can get anything there that yeah. keeps the church true. Right. And before I went I prayed and I said please just if if the church if if the church is true please just help give me something in the temple that helps confirm that to me or you know yeah, all, all right. that. So I went and during the whole time I was in there during the session everything the I just all these thoughts kept running through my head that said if If God loves all of His children exactly the same, why would He make it so hard for them to find His truth in this little obscure church compared to the world, this little obscure church where you have to do all these requirements to get to him, why would he make it so hard? If he really loves us, if he really loves us, and I believe he does, you know, at the time oh, I, I believed sure. he did, sure. and he does, and I, and I thought, why would he make it so hard? Why would he hide it? Why would he, why would he make it so that it was, it would just be so difficult for everybody to find it?
1: Oh, what a
2: thought! And so, and then, and so. the, and then I thought, well. It's in the Bible, and it's so it, it is so easy for people to find it because it's grace, and it's
1: that's what, yeah, that's what you'd understood. That's about what grace. I, ca-
2: yeah. yeah, that's what I came to understand later. Well, I know so.
1: we're probably going to be pressed for time here. There were a couple of two or three things that are you wanted to share with us. One was a scripture. Yeah. So
2: this was my third answer that I. <laughs> so then I was at the point where I said to myself, "Okay, I got to decide if if I'm going to leave the church or not." Yeah. And so I, so I prayed again and I said, please, I said, Heavenly Father, should I, should I, I wasn't even talking about David or my kids, just me. Should I leave the, should no. I leave the church, the, the Mormon church, should I leave it? And I ended my prayer and I picked up my phone <laughs> and, and at that time I was reading the scripture of the day every day. Okay in the bible
1: and here's what it said and as you finished i finished
2: my prayer i picked up my phone to read the scripture of the day and this is what it said to answer my prayer of whether i should leave the church it says "Follow my ad- this is from proverbs uh, yes this is, is proverbs um chapter 6 verse 3 through 11. it says follow my advice and save yourself for you have placed yourself at your friend's mercy now swallow your pride Go and beg to have your name erased. Don't put it off. Do it now. (laughs) Don't rest until you do. Save yourself like a gazelle escaping from a hunter, like a bird fleeing from a net. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazybones. Learn from their ways and become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. But you lazybones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was in shock, like I was frozen. I could not move. I couldn't believe what I just read. And- Did you share this with David? I, I didn't, I, <laughs> I was scared to share it with him because I knew what it meant. And I knew yeah. that he would be like, Okay, let's leave right now. <laughs> and I wasn't ready to commit to that's that yet, such and a so tough so oh, hard. Gosh. So I, it took me a couple of weeks to share that with him, but yeah. I finally did, and and then that's when I that's when we came to the that's when I started thinking, okay, maybe I could just believe that it's not true and still go. Oh. And then that's when I saw your wife's interview. Okay. Is I I thought okay I can just. Go to church and just believe it's not true and just not tell anybody and be and fine. Just
1: do both and kind yeah. of sit on the okay. Yeah.
2: So then I saw your wife's interview. And which, what impacted
1: you about that?
2: So I remember she was talking about, um, you know, that when she left, it impacted her relationship with some of your kids.
1: Yeah.
2: And that scared me to death. I did not want.
1: Here you've got eight children. I have
2: eight yeah. children and I did not want to ruin any relationship with with any of them and i knew that if we had stayed and just believed let them learn all about the lds church even though we didn't believe it anymore Mm. that would be us lying to them and i didn't want that i didn't want them to to find out later that we were lying to them all those years and then it ruined a relationship with them so we so after i saw that interview with your wife i just said we have to leave we can't stay we have to we have to do this for our kids. We have yeah. to be honest with our kids and, oh, my goodness. and teach them what we now believe.
1: Yeah. Again, big steps, a lot of courage. I'm proud of you guys. <laughs> it's, you. And I relate so much with it. Well, I know you've got a real special story that you want to share. Where did this, this story that you're going to tell, how did that come into to be?
2: So um,
1: this is after all this. Yes, this isn't is it? after
2: all this. We we had left, um, and people in our ward started finding out that we had left. And I knew I had a few close friends in the ward that I that I wanted to tell through my own mouth that we left. You know, I didn't really want them to hear it through the grapevine. Yeah. And so. And so I planned this like dinner with them. Like we went out to dinner together. And they were actually in my primary presidency. So, we oh, were Oh yeah. but you know, we had been released you know, cuz we were already gone. But, you'd together, but we had stayed close, so friends. close friends. Yeah, yeah, we had stayed close friends and but I wanted to tell them from my mouth. So, um but it but I couldn't figure out how to tell them because <laughs> because there's no way to say it to somebody, where it sounds good, <laughs> where it sounds okay—it's
1: just hard to say that, isn't you it? You just yeah. can't
2: say. Um, I'm—I left the church. You, know, you can't. It's just so hard to say it. So I—I I prayed to God and asked Him to help me figure out a way to tell them that they might understand why. Sorry, <laughs> it's an emotional story.
1: We're all going to be crying in <laughs> a minute. So.
2: And so I, God gave me this this picture in my head, and so I. When I went out with them, I, I shared this picture in my head um, with them. And, and what it was, is it was me standing in the middle of this house that I was building. And I, I was doing all the work. I was, I was building it myself. I was making it beautiful. I was making it exactly the way I wanted it to be. And I loved it. it I was comfortable. It was awesome.
1: And you're and an
2: interior designer <laughs> too, <interior>,
1: right? <laughs>
2: Apparel. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, OK. But I, And there was nothing wrong with it. And then one day I noticed a little crack. And so I hurry and tried to fix the crack. And then as, a, as that crack was being fixed, I noticed another crack happening. So I ran over and tried to fix that crack. And then before I could finish fixing that, another crack happened. And then some of the walls started to crumble and and it all eventually all the walls crumbled and fell and i was left standing there just with my beautiful house all broken <laughs> all around me and i looked up and i saw jesus standing there and he had a chisel and a hammer in his hands and he was the one making the cracks in my wall <laughs> of my house <laughs> and he said to me why are you building this house? I have the most beautiful house for you right across the street. It's all yours, and it is already done. I did all the work. All the work is done. I did it myself for you. All you have to do is accept me and follow me and have faith in me, and and it's yours. All of it is yours.
1: I've done it all. Yeah. Wow. And. Like, <laughs> wow what an answer to a prayer that yeah. was were you able to share that with these girls i did i shared it with what them. did they think
2: they they i think they liked it. they i mean you know you never know what they're really thinking yeah. but um the reaction i got was a good reaction yeah they didn't you know they didn't argue with that yeah oh, <laughs> they, well, how can you argue huh? yeah so i mean i think it was fine oh but. my
1: goodness well, I know these are tough decisions we all make to, and you've made, uh, you and David, what, were you able to share this with some of your family and what have they said and done?
2: Um, you know, I not, uh, sort of, not really. Um, it, it it seems as though, they all know, they all know that we've left, yeah. but I've, ta- the, I've talked to my parents about it, um, but, and I've talked to a couple of my siblings, I haven't talked to all of my siblings, um, but just a couple. Um, but it's almost, it, it feels as though it's a scary topic for people to talk about it. They don't really want to talk about like it. It's an just,
1: elephant in the room. Yeah, it? it is. Yeah. It's an
2: elephant in the room. So, you know, I hope that someday I'll get to talk to them Will about it. Will
1: they listen to this?
2: I don't know. I, I
1: Yours and David's I'll, interview? I'm
2: su- I, well, I'm sure we'll send them links to these, and <laughs> hopefully they'll hopefully listen they'll and do or watch it.
1: Uh, I just... Uh, just been so full here this week, uh, weekend. Listening to some of these beautiful stories and yours is so special, and and you just thought you were on the right path. Yeah. Right, working our way to heaven and what a what a neat. I, I know David calls that a parable that you were talking about, but seeing Jesus standing there, realizing that He's uh, built this beautiful house for you already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what does Jesus mean now to you compared to Mormonism? Did oh, you understand as, Jesus as, as a Mormon?
2: No, I I always loved Jesus, even as a kid. I had a great love for him, but no, I did not understand the Jesus from the Bible. No. And 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 once I did understand how, once I understood the true character of Jesus and yeah. that he is.
1: God. <laughs> he is God.
2: That was like a huge wow moment for me. I was I was just like he God himself came down and I know. died for for me.
1: Yeah.
2: He he took care of it for me. He wasn't my older brother that did that. He it, it was <laughs> it was God himself that yeah. I mean that was it made God seem so huge like Way bigger than I ever.
1: Did you? Do you and David ever stop and think what what just happened here? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. I. What what are we doing here? Yes, yes. But do you sense a freedom and a joy that definitely. maybe you never felt before? Oh, I lead, your, lead your comment, but isn't definitely. there a great freedom?
2: Oh, I remember going through this process. I started to feel that freedom feeling. Yeah. It was awesome. It was such a. Burden just lifted off once I understood God. Yeah, and and such a
1: simple message. Yeah,
2: it was. And it's so
1: hopeful, and we we have such confidence now. I Mm -hmm. mean, it was always, well, did we do enough? But now we have that confidence in what Jesus already did. Yeah. Well, I'm so grateful that you two are together in this. Aren't you? Oh, yeah. And your kids have all come and they enjoy going to church Mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. What a blessing. Well, thanks uh, so much, Sarah. You're such a sweetie. And we'll see you next time on the Ex-Mormon Files.
0: This has been the audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit ExMormonFiles.com.